0: Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel
1: and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
0: Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just 897 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done.
2: Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. <laughs> Now
3: let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
2: It is the I Couple. I'm Chris. He's Rob. And we are live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com is the way TireBind should be. The I Couple is the way Sports Talk Radio should be. So keep it locked. We got one more hour. And, boy, it's going to be a hot one. Because Super Bowl champion, former Philadelphia Eagles player, And now an NFL analyst, Seth Joyner, is going to join us. And Seth has not been biting his tongue about what in the world is going on with the Philadelphia Eagles. So it's going to be a great interview with him at the bottom of this hour now. Shortly after the show, the iCouple podcast goes up. So if you've missed any of today's show, all you have to do is check out the podcast. All you do is search iCouple wherever you get your pods. And, of course, follow, rate, and review the podcast as well. Again, just search Odd Couple wherever you get your podcast, and you'll see today's show posted right after we get off the air. And please spread the word. All right, with that said, Rob, we talked the big news is that Mike McCarthy will be back after that 48-32 to drubbing, and it wasn't that close. It wasn't even close to that close uh, at the hands of the Green Bay Packers in the wild card round of the playoffs last weekend. Uh, and the question now, and to me, it's not much of a question. I think it's got to happen. But Dak Prescott. So Dak had a great season. His, I think clearly his best ever. And actually, I don't know. I always
4: the, thought that uh, the the uh, the year with Ezekiel Chris, where he wasn't uh, as a rookie. I don't know. Yeah, like I just thought the way no, that that team no was. I thought that team was better. Didn't they win a playoff game? I'm talking about individually. Okay, like I'm just saying I thought he, he was. I thought better... he was a. I thought he was a better player during that stretch.
2: No, I, I mean, he wasn't. Care. He was a. He was a game manager, which I think is what he should be. But, I mean, individually, I, I thought he was clearly. The he best. was sixth now, in MVP better...
4: that year. That that
2: year. Well, he's gonna be saying. higher than that. He's gonna probably be second. He think probably so? Be, yeah, I think Brock so. I, mean, I be think second? third at the lowest. A third, okay. I think third at the lowest. Um, look, he did throw 37 touchdowns in 16 games two years ago. This year threw 36, which led the league. Um, ten touch, ten interceptions that year, nine this year, threw for more yards. But, again, um, he played more games. He's had, you know what i You know what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm but just saying, yeah. 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 I just thought this was the first year where he looked elite to me and like he carried the team. He was their best offensive player with all respect to C. D. Lamb. And, uh, and in the playoffs, all of that changed. So, Rob, um, the question is, now he's got one more year left on his deal, but he's got a $59 million cap hit. You heard Randy tell us um, that, you know, it's going to be tough to build around him with that type of cap hit. So, usually a team will give a guy a contract extension and spread the money out so he won't count as much against the cap. But if you're Dallas, what do you feel like? I'll just say this. I would sign him. I don't want to make him the highest-paid player in the league. I want to negotiate with him. We'll see what he wants. But um, I just feel like, Rob, there's too many teams. We look at Pittsburgh. Um, We look now at Atlanta. When you don't have that quarterback, man, it is tough sledding. And now they've got one that's not great, but he's, any given year, he might be a top five guy. This year he was definitely a top five guy. Next year maybe he'll be a top ten guy. But I think he's good enough if you have a strong run game, which they really didn't have this year. Put the stronger run game. Get some. Get a meat eater in the backfield to balance out Tony Pollard. And Derrick Henry's available. I mean, get Derrick Henry if you can. And then I think you got a run game to bolster what Dak can do as a passer, and then of course the defense has to improve some. But that's what I would do, Rob. What, what would you do with
4: that? I, I would move on from Dak Prescott. Whatever I need to do, trade, get him to agree with a because uh, t- uh, I think he has a no trade clause. We had Clarence Hill uh, yeah, Jr. To, on. You'd
2: have to. Uh, he didn't So I'd, I'd have to get
4: him to agree with it that uh, we want to move on. I just think you know what he is, and and it's not good. And I would take a chance with trying something else. I I get it, Chris. You know what he can do. You know he can win you 12 games. You know what kind of numbers he can put up. But for Dallas, I'd rather win nine games and get in the playoffs with somebody who I'm not convinced is going to wet the bed when the time comes. And maybe, you know, maybe you have a younger quarterback – I don't know. I didn't see enough for Trey Lance. He was drafted high. We, we somebody didn't see anything. Somebody you know, thought man. he was, was good enough to do what they did to trade and trade picks and all that. That I just wouldn't be against it. I know what Dak is and I would take the unknown over the known. And that's where I am, Chris. I can't give you that whoever you get is for sure going to do what Dak didn't do. But I'm I'm pretty convinced that Dak is not gonna year eight or nine and whatever he is in the league is going to be somebody different. Well, this remember, was the year to be different for me, and he didn't he wasn't different.
2: Rob, you said it at the top of the show. Peyton Manning used to get criticized for not being able to get it done in the playoffs. And ultimately he he was able to get it done in the playoffs.
4: You know, at least one. But there's only uh, one difference with Peyton Manning and and Dak Prescott. He's a better player, obviously. Peyton Manning had like five MVPs. Yeah, but, I mean, we're talking
2: about ultimately winning the Super Bowl. Right. He was better than Dak. There's no doubt about that. But um, I just think, Rob, like I said, I would not take the risk. Now, what you're advocating is what San Francisco's approach is, Rob. I mean, if you get rid of Dak, you're probably getting – a young quarterback who's not making a lot of money. Maybe you draft a guy, or you know, you go out there and get kind of a a Baker Mayfield type who's not making a lot of money,
4: um, but is and look you know, where he, he is, is a game good. away from the NFC Championship. So, game. so,
2: so let me ask you that. So let me if you're if you're, I'm sure Tampa would trade Baker Mayfield for Dak Prescott. And you would you do it because you know so let's say Dallas could get that get Baker for thirty million
4: a year. I just don't see Tampa would Bay. You do if that? That, if, I don't think that they they would do it. They got a quarterback that's not making a lot of money, Chris. So you you don't oh I, well, I'm just saying they have to pay him. Yeah, I'm so just I don't saying know what I think he's he ain't gonna get no DAC money. No. Yeah, but no DAC money is what I'm saying. I hear what you. But I'm let's just say saying, they
2: would. Would you rather yes. have Baker
4: Mayfield? I would than take Dak Baker Prescott? Mayfield. Yes, I would. I would. Period? Or you think he's better or just because he makes less you, money? I just think that the, the less money and he won that – Cleveland hadn't won a playoff game in 20-some-odd years when he won that game. What he did this past week against Philadelphia was shocking and how they dominated and what he did. If there weren't a few drops, they would have scored 40-some-odd points easily. Um, and I'm not saying he's going to do that to the Lions or whatever, but if he beats the Lions uh, on the road in the Dome – and, and they go to the NFC Championship, even if they lose, it will be somewhat of a validation that this guy is a pretty darn good player. Not great, Chris, but he can play. And and I want somebody who, if you're Dak, you, you've had chances. That get that terrible game against the 49ers, Chris, a couple years ago at home. Remember the offense was Well, last awful. year he had a bad game against two interceptions. Right. I'm just saying, like, this is a pattern. It's not like he just – oh, he had a bad day at the office and you just look at it that way and you say, oh, no, nah, you know, otherwise he's been great in the postseason or really good. No, he hasn't been.
2: No, you're right. I mean, I can't defend that. Um, but I just wouldn't I, – I I would – it's the
4: price of doing business in the NFL. No, I get mean, it. I get it. You, you I, I get it. Your you're you're right. stuck. You're stuck. And I know that they're just going to uh, – just give them the money because they have no choice. And we talked about it before. They set this whole bad thing up, Chris, because they didn't sign him when they were supposed to. And it cost them a lot more money. Right. Like, so the Cowboys are at fault here. I'm not blaming Dak. Uh, if you're in line and they got to make you the highest paid quarterback and you just had another stinker in the postseason, you're not going to turn the money down. And, Chris, what you're saying is logical about Dak negotiating with him. I doubt very seriously, I give it a one percent chance that he's going to take a lesser deal because he, he's going to own up to not playing well. Yeah,
2: I mean, you're probably right. Um, but I would just try to sell him on look that I mean, you he's gonna get 50 plus million, god, but I would try to sell him on you know less so we can build around you and um, you know. You would think maybe, and I don't blame him if he doesn't. Rob. I'm not going. I'm not judging him on that. But sometimes a guy might say, you know what? I mean, that's obviously a ton of money. It's not embarrassingly low, where you know what I mean, where it looks like I really took a lot less than I should. I'm just not the highest paid guy, um, and I haven't. I haven't delivered what I want to deliver. So, and I want to get better players around me. So maybe, you know, you would hope a guy might say that. If he doesn't, again, more power to him is his choice. But I would think that, you know, you might you might look at doing that because he's gotta be disappointed in himself too. Um but yeah, I would definitely bring him back. Rob G, what would you do if you if yeah, would where you, bring are you him back and let
4: him go?
1: It, yeah. It's a tough question again because I don't know who you would replace him with. No, I get it, so, but Troy Lance is sitting there. I'm just right, saying, right. right? I mean, it um, might be know. Cooper Rush. <laughs> they, he might be better. Than knowing Jerry I mean, I Jones, know. he's very, you know, loyal guy. He was high guy.
4: on him. You remember that? They were going crazy over him. He Calum could be Rush.
1: starting for several teams I think in this league and uh we got him Where'd on. What they running. go for one
2: with Thanks. him last year?
1: Yeah, I mean, look, Dak Prescott, you know, is a regular season quarterback and, and there are several quote unquote regular season quarterbacks in the NFL. So even if you were to replace him though, the the chances that you would get an upgrade is slim to none. But to Rob's point, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over right. and over and expect different results. Do
4: you and, guys and, and, think and the clock I, is you ticking on Jer- If you're Jerry, Chris, aren't you like Oh, well, that's dude, why I I, I mean, Bill Bill Belichick. But do you
2: guys agree with me? I think you can win a Super Bowl with Dak Prescott as your quarterback.
4: If you have, like I'm a not convinced. Game with him. I'm, I'm not convinced. I know lesser quarterbacks have won Super Bowls, Chris. I'm not, so I'm not saying he didn't have any talent. Right. I'm just not convinced because of the mistake factors that go with Dak. So I'm, I'm not.
2: And it's convinced. interesting, Rob. This year, nine interceptions, which was great, and then he throws two in the first half of a playoff game. And Rob, Green Bay was 31st in the league in interceptions.
4: So it's not like they're picking teams off regularly. Right. And it was Chris. <laughs> they only what had the seven in the whole season. what they, they have? have was it was what it punt, 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 interception, and pick six? Is that what the first four drives were? Yeah. Yeah. Something and, like that, right, Rob G? Something like that?
1: And I know this is not like real analysis, but this is something I fundamentally believe to my core. Dak Prescott sweats entirely too much for me to trust him in a big spot. Like if you watch well, historically, he looked, a lot of people thought he looked nervous. Nervous. He looked nervous. Like just I don't know. this is, I know this is not like real football. No, I know what you're saying. Right. But you right. look historically at the great quarterbacks of all time. Tom Brady never looked like he was sweating. Peyton Manning never looked like he was sweating. Aaron Rodgers looks like he just stepped out of a cold shower and he's playing and, football. And Joe Montana. Joe what was Montana, his nickname? Joe Cool. Joe, Joe cool. Burrow. And, and, you know, even Brock Purdy has that where he always looks the same. Dak Prescott, every football game you watch him, especially against the good teams, he is dripping sweat like he's out of the sauna. Like he's so <laughs> tight he's so on edge every game in those big moments and I don't think I could ever trust him in those situations. And then,
4: and then I know he got up
1: there. there I saw that
4: that Cogent analysis from
2: Rob Chris, King.
1: you <laughs> think think about it. I know you think go on the, the commercial break. Just think about all the quarterbacks that you like Rob me, G. hey sweet.
4: Rob G, expect to hear that on first
1: things first
2: next week. It's <laughs> <That's> okay. You got <laughs> yeah. use that. Yeah. You. You I'm it. using yes.
1: that tomorrow. Tomorrow. There no, he go. He
4: no, gonna, no uh sight, no credit. To, to
2: Rob
1: Nick G. G. and Wiles will have no idea what hit him when you drop down. That <laughs>
2: That's right.
4: They'll be all looking right. around. They'll be looking Eight, for skip on the set.
2: Right. 877-99 <laughs> on Fox. Eight seven seven nine nine six sixty three. 369 you turn the way in. If you're the Cowboys, would you keep Dak or get rid of him? Your thoughts next. I couple Fox Sports Radio.
3: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
2: T.J. Hutchmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio
5: app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
4: All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that, but there is just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with your friends For time tournaments, where you work together to build each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Gold feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!
2: All right, it's the iCouple, live from the TireRack.com studio. Seth Joyner about 10 minutes away. Did you know Discover Card wants everyone to feel special? That's why with your Discover Card, you've got access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability. All that means that you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at Discover.com slash credit card. Limitations do apply, 877 877- Ninety-nine on Fox eight seven seven nine nine six, sixty two three sixty nine. Your turn to weigh in on whether or not uh, you think the Cowboys should keep Dak Prescott or should they move on.
4: All right, Tony in Texas, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Tony?
6: Great show. Thank you. I, I, I would keep Prescott. I think Prescott's not the problem. I think the problem
7: has always started with the GM for 28 years that we need to get rid of so we can really get a coach. Look what Houston's doing. They got a young coach, hired his own staff, and look what they did with C.J. Stroud. I think if Dallas would do the same thing, get an offensive mind, they called Mark McCarthy – Got run out of Green Bay. Van Quinn got a run out of Atlanta. And Jerry Jones just seems to pick these same coaches. Dave Campbell. Wade well, but
4: but but the argument no, on keeping right. Dak, you you right there told me it can be done and things can be turned around with the right quarterback and the right coaching staff because you just saw what Houston did. So the, right. I just say so. I, so the idea think, of just bringing Dak back just because. You kind of know what he is. Look at what Houston did and where they are. That's all I'm saying is, like, don't be so afraid to try something new. Yeah, that but makes Houston sense.
2: Houston also had the second pick in the draft.
4: No, I get it, Chris. I'm not saying it doesn't mean that you can't. They also got Trey Lance sitting there. I don't know. Maybe he could play. Maybe yeah, he's healthy he, finally. He,
2: he lost his job to Brock Purdy and Sam
4: Darnold. Okay, but I'm just saying, uh, we don't know. I mean, he played three games, uh, five games, whatever it was. David in Cincinnati. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, David?
6: Hey, great show. Um, I, if I was Jerry, I'd move off Dax or Dak. I just they need to reset the rookie clock with a different quarterback he's not. I don't care what anybody says. He's not going to take less money, and why should he? Because, no, he's
4: not. Because, I agree with that
6: because Jerry is loyal to a fault. You saw with Ezekiel Elliott where he overpaid him, especially after he got in a little bit of trouble, and the loyalty factor. And just kind of comparing the other story with Harbaugh, I think that the longer the interviews last with Harbaugh, I think he's really going to stick at the Michigan and ask for that immunity deal. And I really believe Michigan will give it to him. As wow. You that think he'll down, stay? I think, I think he stays. Wow. You know? The other thing about Harbaugh, you gotta remember, he took less money to come back. I think he's I think he's a little bit uh Oh yeah bitter about that situation. Yeah. No, he he, he ain't a little be,
4: bitter. Most people he's would, bitter. Right, yeah. right. He's bitter. Okay. Like no, like they took a he got a pay cut. He took a haircut. Yeah uh, and ain't no yeah. if are about it. he was okay. embarrassed by it, Chris. You're, that's the right yeah. word. Thanks for the call, appreciate it. Uh Kevin, I got Kevin in Culver City, California. You're mm-hmm. on the odd couple. Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Cap?
6: God is good. Wonderful Worship Wednesday. Thank yes, you, sir. brother. Yes. Yeah, I heard some Kirk Franklin, but yeah, I want to just get into this real quick. I don't think Dak Prescott's the problem. How many teams are going to trade an MVP candidate and get rid of him? I think the guy had a great season, tremendous. Did you watch the playoff game? No, way! I'm going to get into the playoff game. The defense put them in the hole. He threw that pick six. That was a terrible throw. But you can't get rid of that production. The franchise quarterbacks aren't growing on trees. You mentioned Trey Lance. He was a, a first-round flamer. I'm the biggest 49er fan, but the Cowboys cannot get rid of Dak Prescott. I think the problem is the owner, Jerry Jones, he puts these guys on eggshells, and everybody's nervous before the game talking about Yeah, but oh, but but you got does.
4: Dak threw He's another crazy. interception that set up uh green bay inside the 22 let's not let's yeah, not act like it was, was a pick six yeah that, there were two yeah, of them I'm, I'm,
2: I'm ultimately i'm with the caller you know that like again i, I no,
4: think i know he, but i'm like don't act like dak didn't have anything i get it chris the defense was garbage. there's no defending dak dak I mean, sir, played awful played he was awful bad. in a big game
2: even he tried to slide in rob in his press conference you know Got got it going late, but it was too yeah, late. Yeah, got no, it going you need, late. I My,
4: mean, that. It, <laughs> you were down 30. I mean, come right. on. Got it you going mean, late. You mean, you mean when they were letting you throw the ball right. in front exactly. of them? Was that what you exactly. told talking about? Yeah, okay.
2: We've seen that before. All right, Seth Joiner around the corner, the Super Bowl champion. But first.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: All right, thank you, B. Finn. It is the iCouple Live from the com studios. Our next guest is a Super Bowl champion, now an NFL analyst, Seth Joyner. Seth, welcome, brother. How are you?
7: What's going on, fellas? Long time. It's good
2: to have you, man, because you, you have not been biting your tongue no, no, about no. the We've been Eagles. No, we waiting on this. Yeah, I mean, Seth, I've never seen anything like that. The other night, I, I thought those do. I mean, thirteen missed tackles. I feel like I could count on one hand the number of times a Tampa Bay runner went down on first contact. We thought
4: Tom it Brady was, was that quarterback too for Tampa.
2: Man, how how do you describe how'd you see it? I mean, I I haven't seen any. I've seen losses, bad losses. That was sleepwalking to me. What'd you think? Well,
7: first. When have y'all ever known me to bite my tongue anyway? Never. But that's, well, that's never. <laughs> true. Never. That's
2: why we wanted you on. <laughs> so
7: <laughs> So listen, this this is what you what you saw on Monday night was just a culmination of where things were trending all season long. Even though they got to ten and one things just wasn't right, you know, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Um, defensively, it began to take a trend down. And I think once they played the 49ers, I think the 49ers broke them. I think they, like, you know, they stole their souls. And they was not the same after that game. And, you know, then they fired Sean Desai, but moved him up in the booth. Right. And they made Matt Patricia the defense coordinator. And that kind of split the defense, in my opinion. Because Yeah, that know, was bad. Well, I mean, I think you had some, I think you had some Patricia guys because things weren't going well. But I think you also had some Desai guys as well. And when you make a a, a silly decision like that in, the, in in week 14, it kind of just broke the whole defense. And now you got Patricia trying to. You know, trying to experiment with all this new stuff, and guys not sure what they're supposed to do. And I just feel like, you know, the entire team just lost faith, you know, in the coaching staff. Because you know, when you playing for a coach that you really believe in, you'll run through brick walls for him if you believe in what he's asking you to do. Because you know that there's been evidence of of success. But when that's not the case, man, you just you look at him like you run through it. I'm not going through it. Yeah.
2: So with that being said, do you think they should get rid of Seriati? Well, listen, I've
7: never been one of those people that advocate for somebody, you know, to lose or not lose their job. But I think that, and I said this before, you know, the playoff game, I said if they go to Tampa Bay and have the same type of outing as they had in week 18 against the Giants, then Jeffrey Lurie and Howard Roseman have to sit down and have a hard conversation about where this goes. Monday night was so bad. I've just like moved off of my normal, you know, my normal way of dealing with things. And I believe that, you know, this team. I think that Nick has lost the team, and I, oh, I wow. think it's, it's I, I think it's irreparable. Because how do you fix it? You're going to have to go out and get a whole new defensive staff. Um, there's going to have to be some changes on the offensive side of the ball. You know, you got Jason Kelsey; he's probably going to retire. You're going to need DeAndre Swift. If he, you know, he's not gonna want to come back with things being the way that they are. There's so much that's broken and so much that's fractured that I think you need another voice, man. That's just my opinion.
4: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm pushing back. I just think so many things happened. They lost the offensive coordinator, lost the defensive coordinator, lost some players on defense. The quarterback didn't play like he did before. I, I just think there's a lot to pile on Nick's plate, and I, and I, I get what you're saying. Because the the results were so bad, but that team was set up when they were ten and one. I, Chris and I talked about it. They weren't an impressive well, ten and one. They were saying I,
2: they weren't even playing well.
4: You know, and and I never thought that they were as good as their record was. But let me ask you about the quarterback. Yeah, but, but, Go
2: but they got
7: As a head coach, you got to fix your team when you find that something's off and something's wrong. You know, from game one, they they were searching. You know, and 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 two maybe three weeks ago, he was in a press conference, and someone in the press conference asked him, "Hey Nick, you know what? You know what do you think you got to do? What's the remedy, you know, to get the team on track? You know, you guys have been kind of searching all year long." And he looked at the reporter. I was astounded that he even answered it that this way. He looked at the reporter and said, "Well, don't you think?" If I knew, you know, how to fix right. it and what the problem right. was that I would've, do, fixed I would've fixed have done it. it. And right. I just and I sat there with my jaw, with my mouth open. I'm like, you would actually say that? But right. so my All thing right. is, if you can't if you got eighteen weeks to fix it and you can't fix it, and you got, you know, the finality of the wild card game and you can't fix it, what makes you what, why why Rob would would you be so, you know, sure that he'd be able to fix it next year?
4: Yeah, it's just that there were so many changes. I just, I just think that there were a lot, and they probably should have never been ten and one, and it, the expectations probably would have been different. Teams don't make it back to back to the Super Bowl is really hard. And then let me move forward to the Jalen Hurts. Is he hurt, or did he take a major step backwards?
7: I think he's. A, I think it's another one of those situations where he. He, along with some of the other players on the offensive side of the ball, you know, lost confidence in what they were asking them to do. Listen, when you don't have a when you don't have a an answer for teams that are going to blitz you, like you know, you know that um, that Wink Martindale is a high blitz guy. That's what they gave him. They had no answer for. You know that Todd Bowles is a high blitz guy. They embarrassed the heck out of them on Monday night. They have no answer for it. They have no... And and it's been that way all year because, you know, they played against Belichick and then they played against, you know, um, um, Brian Flores, who's another high-pressure guy. They've been getting these looks and teams have been ramping up the pressure against them all year. Like, so when you don't have sight adjustments and you don't have hot routes built into your offense and you're just going to ask your quarterback even though you see they coming with more than we can block we asking you to miss make the one the free hitter miss while you backing up and accurately throw a ball 40 yards downfield when it's third and two come on man you know so, that, that's coaching that's coaching negligence you know so, and you can talk about and you can talk about jaylen but I had this argument with somebody you know on social media. It's like what you see on the field is what's being coached. If there was a remedy for him to protect himself and to get the protection right, it would be baked into the game plan from so, week to week Call okay Dallas so Goddard la-
4: so last year was his success was was because of the coaching or because of his talent. Listen,
7: I think that there was a lot of things. He was running more. The offense was more wide open. The offense was more diverse. They paid him $255 bucks, and all of a sudden they wanted to put him in bubble wrap. You saw that at the beginning of the season, Caesar, even when he was healthy, before he actually got hurt. They were trying to protect him instead of letting him do what he does. Okay? Then once he got hurt, they took the RPO and the read option off the table. And even though he progressed as a pocket passer, everything else around him from a defensive perspective and some of the injuries you know, on the offensive side of the ball became a hindrance to him. And then slowly but surely, everything just started to break down. And I feel like, you know, when A.J. Brown came out after not talking for two days and said, well, you know what, I give Nick a lot of credit. You know, I got nothing but respect. He took the bullet for us in the Seattle game. Jalen and I, we went off script, and we decided to do something. what, What player says that? What player does that? When you respect what the coaches are actually putting you in position to do. I mean, you you got to look at the broad picture. This is not just, you know, Rob changes and personnel and coaches and all that kind of stuff. You've got players that are like hinting that, you know what, we don't believe in what he's asking us to do. And when it gets to that, you got to make a change, man.
4: Uh, so so, so it sounds like Jameis Winston, like what he did, similar.
7: This, this is the new NFL too, though, because how many coaches like – I used to call the third down defense, you know, under Buddy. And there were plenty of times he called the defense and we looked at each other in the huddle like, why the hell are we, we running that? You know, but I didn't have the gumption to ever check out of it and go to the sideline. Why? Because I respected him as a coach. I respected him as a man. And I respected, you know, his game plan. So we just executed the best that we could. We would never go lone wolf and decide that we're going to just change something. I'm going to call my own defense. We're going to do our own thing. These guys are just on a whole new level. And this is the problem. This is the problem when you get to a point where you cannot, you know, hold players accountable. If you say something about a player in the media nowadays, oh, you're throwing them under the bus. Right. Well, when the hell are you supposed to hold them accountable? You supposed to hold them accountable behind closed doors so their little feelings don't get hurt?
4: I agree, I agree to, you, with you. It's ridiculous. We you can't say yeah. anything.
7: No, and it makes no sense. It doesn't breathe the right type of you know. Um, 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 lending yourself to authority that's needed, the accountability. Like, man, listen, and I know Buddy was over the top, but Buddy wouldn't wait till the Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday press conference to cut you up. He going to a rave about you right after the game. He know what he saw. These coaches, oh, I got to look at the film, you know, I'll get back to you. No, those coaches know exactly what happened because they call the players. They know exactly who did what and when in the game. They just don't want to talk about the players because then the owners and the media and everybody else, oh, they throwing the players under the bus. Sometimes the players need to be thrown under the bus when you're playing like crap.
2: So so let's say, theoretically, they got rid of Sirianni. Would you like to see Belichick there, or who, or who if not him?
7: I just think that they need someone that's an authority figure. You know, and... and I don't know whether it's Belichick, I don't know whether it's John Harbaugh, I don't know whether it's Pete Carroll, I don't know who it is. You know, I like what happened in Washington this year. The players are complaining, oh, you know, Eric Bandamy is too intense right. and you know he's too Yeah, that's what you need, man. You yeah. show me a player who wants to be great that don't want to be coached hard. You mean to tell me you wanna win and you wanna make millions of dollars but you don't want to be coached hard? I don't want none of those guys on my team. I don't want to play with them, and I don't want to coach them. Give me some guys that's got thick skin that want to be told when they do something wrong, and they want to be held accountable, so that you hold them accountable in a way so they get better. Is it about you getting better, or is it about your little baby ass feelings not getting hurt? <laughs>
4: hey, hey, <laughs> let me let me say this, and and you're <laughs> what you're talking about. We talk I about agree, all the right, time, right? Because even we Chris and I talk about this on the NBA. All the NBA players don't want to hear from the media. And then when Chuck and Shaq and Kenny say something, they don't want to hear from those guys and they play. They just don't want to be criticized.
7: Well, they don't. To me, that's accountability. Accountability. Right. And, and it's the ability. It's also the ability to have coping skills. You know, which a lot of young people don't have today either. You know, when we used to go outside, you know, you go outside and play. You don't go crying to your parents because they tell right. you to come in. The last thing you want to do is be in. Exactly. So you deal with you. You deal with the arguments. You deal with the fights, and you learn how to cope. And you deal with the situations. These kids nowadays, they don't know how to deal with that. So when you when you're even. When you're trying to critique them in a positive way, they take it negative because all nah, you're supposed to do is always tell them the positive and tell them the good, even when they ain't doing right. Life don't work that way.
2: That's the truth. That's that's our man, Seth Joyner, Super Bowl champion. Seth. And that's exactly why we got you on the show, man. Great appreciate stuff. It. We Thank appreciate you. the knowledge, brother.
7: Anytime, my man. Anytime.
3: All right.
2: More Couple coming your way. Keep it locked. Fox Sports Radio.
3: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
5: There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
4: All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that, but there is just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with your friends for time tournaments where you work together to build each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Gold feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!
2: All right, it's the I couple wrapping up a Worship Wednesday. And uh, Rob, we haven't talked much uh but about the NBA today. No. But let's go there. There was a big trade where the Indiana Pacers went out and acquired Pascal Siakam. Uh it was a three team deal with New Orleans as well. Toronto got Bruce Brown. Kira Lewis Jr., Jordan Nuara, and two 2024 first-round picks and a 2026 first-round pick. So, they're stockpiling draft picks. New Orleans gets cash considerations. And, Rob, uh, the Pacers now, they're without their best player right now. That, of course, is the point guard, Tyler Halliburton, who is fantastic. Um, Tyrese Halliburton, I'm sorry. Um, But... They are adding now Pascal Siakam. And Pascal Siakam, like the, the Pacers right now I think are fifth uh, in the East. It might be six, Six in the East. Just a half game behind fifth seed Miami. We know how they've owned uh, the the Bucks, beating them three or four times, three out of four yep. times this year. The matchup year.
4: works for them, yeah.
2: Yeah. And Siakam, Rob, he brings 22 points a game, six rebounds. Five assist strong defender like I, I like adding him to the Pacers and I'm not I think winning the East is is definitely you know too much for them but I think this definitely raises them up a level and makes them a team that, that you know the top teams are really going to have they're going to be a nuisance to the top teams in the league
4: in uh, the absolutely uh, absolutely and I, I like the idea that they're just not – hey, they're doing better than expected and, they, hey, they, you know, they won some games. They got to the in-tournament championship. They lost, but they got there. They had something going early, Chris, and they should be like, oh, we should just be happy with this. Do you know what I mean? They're right. not right. saying, no, 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 we're just happy to be a surprise and we're playing pretty good or whatever. No, no. We have the – the magic formula against Milwaukee. Now we're adding a bigger piece. Yep. Forget about picks. Forget about the future. Let's try to make something happen here with Rick Carlisle as coach.
2: Yeah, no, I, I agree. I like it. He'll be the second scorer to Tyrese Halliburton. You still got Miles Turner there. Uh, he's giving you 17 a game. Benedict Matherin off the bench and and Buddy Hill. He- like it's a it's a well, Hill I think is gone. But um, it's it's a nice squad. Uh, that they're going to have for the Pacers. I- I'm really looking forward to seeing it. Uh, now, I know, Rob, you wanted to say something about a friend.
4: Yeah, Chris, you know at the party, I spoke about my, my baseball team from my neighborhood. Remember, I, don't, I told you we grew up, there was 11 guys. The Black Cats. This, the Black Cats, the baseball team, celebrating this year our 50th anniversary. We started the team in 1974 to to 2024, and we were going to have a big party and everything this coming April or May, and we lost one of those guys. Uh, just since the party? Yes, Chris. just Oh, he wow. Blew, he wasn't at the party. He wasn't at the party, uh, but that's how humbling life can be. So I, I, I want to pay my respects to Nick Nunez, who lived right down the block from me, literally four or five houses from where I grew up. Uh, so he passed... I think the day, well, yesterday, he passed yesterday, 59 years old, Chris, um, turned 59 in December, early December, so uh, we lost a a big part of my life. I've never lost anybody that close, like a friend, and so he's the first guy from this baseball team that I grew up with, and uh, he leaves behind his wife and his daughter, Noelle, and uh, we're all going to miss him, and uh, just the greatest guy in the world. He was a... Um, worked in uh, corrections for New York state and just played baseball with us, played all sports. And the thing I always remember the most about Nick was when we were kids and we got the first batting helmet, a real batting helmet. And Nick used to have a big Afro and he spent the night, you know, I'm not at my place, but spent slept. I should say with the helmet on all night. He was so excited (laughs) about the batting helmet that he wore it to bed, Chris. So I always remember that about Nick. Yeah, so. that's
2: a great story. That's tough, man. That's uh I feel for you. And uh our prayers will be with his family. Um that's no that's doubt. tough. And I know it's tough if, even for you. Yeah, when you lose yeah. a good friend like that. So, um, 50 years, man. 50 yeah. years. That's a blessing though that you guys were friends for so long. So, all right. Well, it's the I couple signing off, but keep it locked here at Fox Sports Radio because Mike Harmon and Jason Smith are next, and they bring heat.
3: At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic, every home run, every hit, every inning, every play, from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field.
4: is
3: uncanny usa
0: he says somebody's in the house and i screamed
3: listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare
5: being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen and with resi priority notify and global dining access through my amex platinum card